everyone, welcome back to another episode of Impossible Until Possible with myself, Ryan Luke. As I today stroll with coffee in hand in Spain, I thought, why not record a podcast for you all? So here we go. Um, I think what I want to talk about today is a sort of continuation of the, the BRR to Airbnb strategy that um, I ran a masterclass on last week. And... Um, Great masterclass, lots of great questions, and um, obviously the feedback on it was positive, which is always helpful for me to know that I'm delivering some good, useful content. Um, but I think the reason why um, I want to, I guess, talk about it is it is a great wealth-building strategy that a lot of people um, don't know about or feel like they can't execute it because they don't have funds or they... Uh, don't know how to access money or they just simply think that they can't do it whether it's mortgageability or um, you know many other factors but it's actually quite a simple process to execute um, when you know how but don't get me wrong I was very skeptical at first and I think until the first amount of money hit my bank account off the solicitors from the first refinance I was still very much does this actually work? Am I going to get this uplifting price for just doing, you know, a bit of decoration and a, a new kitchen and stuff? So, um, you know, but it does and, and it really does work. And it's a strategy that I've deployed. Well, since since the start, really, it was it was the first strategy that I went into. I kind of fell into rent to rent after that. Um, so I, you know, pretty much used investors money from day one and um, you know, executed the strategy and uh, I've continued to uh, persuade people to lend me money thereafter so I can continue to buy. And, you know, I, I say that with a smile on my face because, um, you know, it sounds um, it sounds worse than it actually is. You know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you're not stealing from anyone. I think this is what people think, you know, they think, oh, you shouldn't use other people's money. Why wouldn't you use your own money? Well, you can go so much further by utilizing other people's funds um you know as well as your own funds you know but even in the beginning a lot of you haven't got any money so you know, at the end of the day you're starting your journey to, to to build so why would you not why would you not look to use other people's money to enhance that journey and the reason it does work is because it's the win-win there's a lot of investors out there who simply don't have the knowledge they don't have the time or the patience um and you know they just they just don't want to do it themselves you know so that's where you come along but at the same time they've got the money so they need a return on that money because as everyone knows money in the banks is is useless so we have to be able to you know unlock that money um, demonstrate to the investors why they can trust us um why they should lend you whatever it is whether you're just borrowing the bridge and deposit, whether you're borrowing the bridge and deposit plus the refurb costs, whether you're borrowing the full amount and you're going to cash purchase plus refurb it. There's so many different ways to put it together. And, you know, you don't always have to be lending the full amounts. You can, you know, use like hybrid finance, you use a bit of bridge and loan, a bit of investor finance. But again, it just depends on the project and you've got to weigh it all up, make sure that it's, it's viable by mixing the strategies up. Something I've done a lot of, you know, I've, I've, I've mixed it up, I've used full cash, I've use some of my own money, some of their money. It just, whatever the situation is at the time. And I think as you build, that changes because, you know, as an investor now, I look to try and deploy all my money 
all the time. I have a certain amount of money that I like to keep in the bank account, um, a slush fund, if you want to call it, just a bit, a bit of a, a security amount to, you know, give you a bit of peace of mind and make sure that if there are any, you know, economic downturns or if something goes against you or maybe you get a project wrong and you need a bit of surplus cash, then you have that money and you're not having to wait for your next month's business profits to kick in. Um, so I like to have that. But then apart from that, I like to get it invested and I like to try and buy as many assets as I can on this BRR strategy because the benefit for me is is definitely uh, when we then kick it into an Airbnb or short-term rental service accommodation. I hate Airbnb, but they do have they seem to attack the name against the bloody industry. And it's like Uber, you can't get it out of your head. Uh, anyway, so, um, but when you add... Uh, that strategy to the BRR model, I just think it's a game changer. And, you know, a lot of people wonder how I'd managed to build a portfolio so quickly. And uh, it, it is down to the, the service accommodation element because I'm not doing anything different on the front end, simple BRR strategy. You know, we're buying below market value properties, 15, 25%. Uh, we're doing refurbs on them. Biggest lesson I've learned over the last few years is, is don't do too big a refurb. Literally kitchens, bathrooms, carpets, and decoration, if you can get away with it, enhance the value, get it revalued, go again. The reason I don't want to do a big refurb is, one, it'll cost more, soak up more money. Two, it takes a lot longer to finish, and therefore it takes longer for it to be cash flown. So in an ideal world, I don't want the refurb to take any longer than three weeks, and then we're making money thereafter. And then we start the refinance process, and as soon as that money comes back in, we're spending it again. So that's, um, that is definitely how I've managed to um, move quick. But then the enhancement to it over and above, say, a standard landlord that would then just rent it out on a normal tenancy is the fact that I do run them as, you know, serve accommodation units. Now, for me and my portfolio, looking at the numbers, I make about 3.6 times more net profit than if I was to run that portfolio as just standard tenancies so what does that mean obviously it means i'm making more profit it means that i have more cash and therefore it means i can buy more projects um you know i know yes i mentioned earlier i use a lot of investors money but i do also you know look to deploy my money as well or i might even buy or go into other business ideas or other variations of property businesses um you know so there's there's other things i might do with the money to invest but in the main over the last four years, I've reinvested that money into buying more assets and ultimately then creating more cash flow from those assets once they're live. You know, the minute we get them, hopefully three, four weeks later, we've got them furnished. They're ready for service accommodation. We'll start hosting our first guests and then we're making more money. So for me, doing this strategy has, you know, created the wealth. Um, it's added, you know, uh, an equity cushion and it has given me properties that no one can take away from. I am a big advocate of rent to rent. Obviously, the speed of it, you can, you know, rent multiple properties, the lower investment costs to get into it. Um, you know, that's all something that we do. But, um, you know, the, the, it, it, at any time, the landlord can take the property off you. Or as I found the last few years, some of the properties we took on uh, in the beginning are getting very tired now and the landlord won't do anything about them. And they're expecting us to, you know, replace boilers and fix dumps and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's just something I don't want to get into. Um, I learned my lesson at the beginning by spending too much money on other people's properties. And, you know, I won't do it again. So 
um, for me, it's 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 the BRR essay strategy that is you know the, the driving force now, and um, you know I feel like I'm in a, a position to um, push that you know further and further and further and just continue what we're doing and. Um, I think the market's starting to turn in our favour because it has been quite difficult to execute and get the deals to stack. Um, you have had to leave a bit more money than you probably would have liked in deals uh, over the last couple of years. But I do feel like, you know, those opportunities are starting to come back around now. So the next 12 months, I think, are going to be a good time for us to, um, you know, get back to the, the volume we were buying, say, two years ago. Um, last year wasn't necessarily great person. Um, we probably didn't pick up we didn't pick up enough volume of projects, but the projects that we did pick up have been very profitable. Um, we went into a lot larger stock, and ultimately the revenue that's getting kicked out of those on a on a monthly basis now uh, is very good. And you know, to be honest, if I could have another you know twenty or thirty of them uh, over the next few years, then that would do me quite nicely because. Uh, it also means there's less hassle, right? So obviously you buy smaller units, lesser value. Um, you're hosting probably more guests and you need to turn them a bit harder to be able to make the same amount of profit as say one of these bigger units. And you know, that again is another lesson that I've learned and, and something that I'm chasing after more is, is this bigger stock rather than you know the little bits and bobs that I was originally purchasing. But at the same time, you buy small at the beginning because you're probably limited by your cash constraints. You're probably limited by how much funds your investors might lend you at the beginning, you know, so you can't necessarily, and also you may not want to, you know, take the risk. And that is typically uh, one of the biggest reasons why most people don't. So, you know, for me, um, I probably follow the same path that most people will follow when starting out, uh, starting small. Um, but having known what I know now through experience, um, I would advocate, you know, buying the bigger properties because that attracts the right guests for, Luke's days. I'm not saying that's the right guess for everybody. You know, at the end of the day, not everybody wants the same guess. Not everybody operates the same type of business. Um, but, you know, in the UK where I do buy, um, particularly, you know, in the Northeast, the, um, you know, the guest type that, that we have and we've really become known for is obviously the contractor market, uh, come away from the tourism market. And for that, they like the bigger stock. Um, they pay well, it works well for us. It's less hassle, more cleans, sorry, less cleans, less maintenance. Um, and, you know, it's just a, a nicer business model for us to run. So that is where, you know, we will continue to push. Uh, having unlocked that, I guess, uh, knowledge and, and experience has, is, has allowed us to go, okay, well, that's where I want to go. That's where I want to invest my money and that's working for us. So let's, you know, push hard on that. I think also with the bigger stock, you're also going to get, you know, higher capital appreciation. So, you know, in five, 10 years time, we're going to be able to, you know, refinance those projects and, and get some more money back out and be able to then obviously put that back into property um, to create more assets and create more cash flow. Um, so that's where I guess my head's at. And, you know, that was uh, kind of a brief synopsis of the masterclass that we went through. If you didn't miss the masterclass, um, if you dive onto my link tree which you'll get on my um instagram page or it's just link tree forward slash official ryan luke um instagram is ryan k luke 84 um if you if you dive on there you can actually get all the recordings of all the master classes i've ever done um and the br01 is included and i am also um if you head over to the link tree as well you'll see the master class uh, coming up at the end of the month 
um, regarding uh, the short-term rental industry so and building a you know a successful Airbnb business as always thank you very much for your time and I will see you on the next episode